Hey guys, welcome back to East Co West Co. I'm Sarah. I'm Kirsten. And today we're going to talk about a bunch of different things, including our favorite products, a hypothetical question, and money. My least favorite topic. All right, Kirsten, what is your product of the week? Okay, my favorite product this week was under the eye patches. Tell me about these patches. They are amazing. First of all, they probably do absolutely nothing, but they're so fun. Okay, it's like slabs yeah. of jelly. Little like teardrop shapes go under yeah. your eyes. They fit like right under your eyes, and I get really bad like dark circles, so they definitely help like for an hour. <laughs> do I look in the mirror after that? No. <laughs> but for the hour that they work, they work well. You only leave them on for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, am I ashamed of them? Only no. a little bit. No. Have I run out outside of the dorm wearing them to get something for my car? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Was that slightly embarrassing? A little. Well, they're blue and sparkly. That's why it's embarrassing. If they were pink and sparkly, now we're talking. No need to be embarrassed then. Oh, no. Anything pink, I'm all on board for that. Fair enough. So what's your favorite product, Sarah? My favorite product, we have this gel nail kit we got off Amazon. Don't know the brand. Uh, Beatles. Beatles. Okay. They're great. Um, Kirsten and I do our nails way too frequently because when we get bored, we peel them off. But honestly, highly recommend. It's like maybe $25. And then you can just buy more colors whenever you want to. You just need the light and then you just buy colors. And um, we have girls come in our room and use it. And highly recommend. Uh, If you're a college student, which we're going to be talking about money later on, then I think it's a good investment because we've gone to salons and had our nails done, and that's nice. It's just not practical as college students. Yeah, no. And and using this, going and getting your nails done once is the same price as buying the entire kit. It's like, what, like $30, $35 for the whole? Yeah. And that's about how much we pay to go get our nails done, which if you're moving to Santa Clarita and you need a nail salon recommendation, we have one. But we recommend this more. But we'll paint your nails for free. Exactly. The first time. After that, it's anyone's game. Exactly. Might charge you. Okay, Kirsten, <laughs> what is the hypo- hypothetical question that you're going to be asking? Um, the question... Wait, first... Okay, we were going through hypothetical questions, and she asked me this one, and it became controversial, but we didn't give each other our answer, like, our reasoning for our answers, so that's why we're doing this one. Okay, Kirsten. Okay, the question is, if you had the chance, would you want to be pain-free for the rest of your life? And I said yes. I said no. And she said she has strong feelings about why she said no, so I, I want to hear them. Okay, uh, the pain in my life, like, we're obviously in a fallen world. So Are we talking about physical pain or, like, heartbreak pain? I was talking about physical. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, um, I think physical pain has actually really shaped, like, the way that I live and the way my family lives, and I'm honestly grateful for some of the things it has done. So, like, for example, when I was running, I started to experience an immense amount of physical pain Hmm. to the point where I would, like, pass out if I tried to stand on my leg. No one could tell me what was wrong. I didn't want to keep getting radiation, so I finally just, among for that reason and among a few others, I stepped down. After I stopped running, I grew closer to the Lord because I was more intentional in my Bible time. I grew closer to you because I wasn't as crabby from not sleeping all the time. And I think overall, I just had a better college experience and I had more time with Carson. Carson was saying like, oh, I never see you because you're sleeping and running and doing homework. Mm -hmm. And because of the physical pain that led to a variety of other things, 
it changed so much for the better. Okay, so you're saying if you hadn't gone through that, you would have kept, you would have still been running right now. Yeah. Even though your body is, like, on the ground. Because I guess you you would still experience the reality just without the pain. Like, if your leg's broken, (laughs) at some point it's not going to keep working for you. Right. The thing was... It wasn't that anything was, like, for in my case, this is, like, a special case because no one could tell me what was wrong. So it wasn't, like, if you keep running, your foot's going to fall off or your ankle's just going to give out. Yeah. They were just, like, oh, you you just feel a ton of pain, and we, we're not really sure what would happen if you keep running on it besides you feeling worse pain. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I'm circling around it because we will live without pain in heaven, And that's the reality of a fallen world is that we live with pain, Mm -hmm. um, emotional and physical. And so there is a purpose for pain on earth. And then I'm like, okay, so keep the pain on earth. I know without a doubt there will be no pain in heaven after I'm dead. So do I need to give up now? From a biblical worldview, we can keep the pain. Yeah. I mean, my mom feels pain every day. She has fibromyalgia. And this woman is out there killing it every day. No one knows she has this. Sorry for exposing you on our podcast, Mom. But she is, she's amazing. She just works through it. And it's shaped a lot of the way that my family lives based off of that in a lot of good ways. That makes sense. Interesting question. You are welcome to weigh in on what you think about that on Instagram at East Coast, West Coast. We'd love to hear. We will put up a story asking you for your take on that. Yeah, I'm super interested to hear what other people have to say. Yeah. Okay, so I asked some people on Instagram what they wanted to hear us talk about, and one thing that kept coming up is how to balance money in college or, like, what that looks like. Kind of from the perspective of I'm coming to college soon, I'm going to be a freshman or a transfer or whatever, I haven't been on a college campus before. What are the best tips for that? What um, do I need to plan for that maybe I wouldn't think of? There are a lot of different aspects to this. So Kirsten wanted to talk about different apps you should be using or have downloaded that will be helpful while you're here. Yeah, okay, so coming here I had none of these apps. So First of all, I would recommend you get Venmo if you don't have it, which I feel like at this point the majority of people do have it, but if you don't have it, you're going to need it. And also Cash App are the two main ones that I think most people have. I've heard of Zelle, but, you know. You have to have Bank of America to use it. Yes. Um, So for Venmo and Cash App, gas here is outrageous. If you're not from the area, tears literal tears. it's $6 a gallon. But number one tip, on top of money which could be coming later, get a Costco membership. It stayed about $4.60 the last three months. This is true. But you need to be paying your friends for gas. If your friends are driving you places, it, like, it is just, it's rude to not pay them at this point. You know, they're spending so much of their money not, you know, on you guys and your time together. And, yeah, you might be going somewhere else to spend money, but then that person is spending, like, an additional $20. Yeah, and if that was you, like, put yourself in that situation. Your car that you've paid for or whatever, and you're paying for gas, like, it's easy to not think about it when you're not the one doing it, but when you're the one doing it, like, it adds up. Yeah, and it's also just, like, a respect for your friends. Like, out of respect for them and for their budgeting and finances, pay them back. Please, please do. So that's something to keep in mind for sure. I would also say, like, you know, 
your your college kids are going to make spontaneous decisions. Let's go to In-N-Out. Let's go. Let's go here. Let's go there. And you might not always have your wallet on you. Hey, like, I'll get this for you. Just pay me back Venmo. Instantly, you can just pay them back right away. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend paying back in cash. No. If you can't. It's not very helpful because if people need it in their account because you have a low balance, um, be able to pay them in Venmo or Cash App is probably the most polite thing you can do in our century. Kirsten, do you want to talk about preparing for college money? Yes. Sp- so, college spending. We'll college say that. Spending. So I came into college without a job and I actually didn't have a steady job until senior year. Yeah. So my last year this year. Um, so I was relying on money I had set aside before or I would randomly like I did Instacart, which is like delivering people's groceries for them. But that's only I was only able to do that because I had a car. And then so I was relying on on my savings, basically, because I didn't prepare well enough with money set aside to spend once I got here. I just didn't anticipate, you know, how much how much money real life is. So if you're already paying, I mean, I already was paying to go out to eat with my friends, but at home I had a steady job. So I didn't really think, you know, I need I need that for when I get to college. It was kind of like, oh, like college is coming. And you're thinking about everything else. You're not thinking about the fact that you're going to want money set aside that's not your savings, that's not money you're pulling out of anything else you already have it invested in. Um, so, you know, if you're working a job at home, you should start putting aside money for specific college spending, not necessarily for college tuition, but for like that time where, you know, you want to go out with your friends. Food is fellowship here. You're not just going out to eat because you're hungry. You're going out because a group of people says, hey, let's all go do this. It's going to be super fun. Yeah. You don't want have to say no to those memories. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can still go, but you want to be able to enjoy that while you're here. Yeah. And, you know, my mom, okay, so my mom would tell me that she was known for being the person who always got water, which is great. But if you're, you know, if you're going to sit there and be hungry the whole time and not enjoy the memory because you're hungry. No, bring a snack or something. Or budget for it. Yeah. No hate if you're going to be that person that drinks water. But if you know that's not going to work for you, think about it ahead of time. So when I came in, I had, I think I had $1,000. I think that's all I had. And my mom was like, Sarah, I'm scared for you. Which is realistic. I didn't know what I would be spending or whatever. And I didn't have a job coming into it. They offered me an off-campus work study. And I was like, no, I don't want to commit to that because I don't know like what my schedule is going to be. And I don't know if I'll be able to handle everything I have. I've never, I was homeschooled. So I never had a real school experience before to know how to work through that. And I knew moving across the country was going to be a big deal. So the grace of the Lord, I was offered a job. It was like super random. I babysat for this family, but I wasn't really babysitting. Like they had two teenagers. I was mostly watching their dogs in their house while the parents would go away. I'd sometimes drive the kids to school, but the parents were also like, you can just let them walk. Like if they're late, you just go to school, like let them walk. And I'm like, you're literally paying me so much money right now to take care of your dogs, to make your children dinner. And sometimes let them walk. Like, I'm like, the least I could do is drive your children to school. But she's like, yeah, if they don't make out the door, just let them walk. And I'm like, it was honestly the most amazing job of all time. I think back to it now. I'm like, that seems like such a dream. I remember you getting that. And I was like, wow, she's got it made. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. To be fair, the dogs were like really messed up. The dogs were messed up. They were not fun to watch. One time, one of them, (laughs) Tater Tot, 
That's First its of all, name. their dog's name, oh, Tater Tot. And it was, the, like, the dog on the joking. logo for Target. You're joking. Like, their mascot dog. That's the kind of dog it was. Not cute. Bull Terrier, is that what they're called? I don't know, but it's not cute. No, it's not. But, I mean, Tater Tot, he was kind of cute. Not all of them are, though. And then the other one was this giant poodle, like, oh, huge no. poodle. Great Dane size. If there's Named anything I have pickle. against dogs, it's a poodle. Yeah, so picture those two dogs, Pickle and Tater Tot. And they all had a southern accent, so you're like, tater tot. (laughs) (laughs) It was hilarious. I loved it. One time, tater tot brought a rat into the house. And the the girl comes running. She's like, tater. Or wait, no. She said, tot brought a rat. And I was like, (laughs) oh, no. I had to sweep up this dead rat. And she was screaming. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. This is the girl that you were? Yeah. Wow. This girl is poor girl. I was like, wow. Tot is messed up (laughs) for reference sarah's family doesn't own dogs we don't own dogs my mom is allergic i'm okay with dogs there is one dog i absolutely adore she is like part of the family not my family but someone else's family and i go over to their house mostly to see their dog what kind of dog oh it's a golden retriever okay see that's fair it's so sweet she hasn't forgotten me and she hasn't seen me in a while but every time i go back she'll like get so excited and it just like warms my heart to be see, loved by a dog like that. That's why you need a dog. I know. I know. We'll see what happens. Bully her into getting a dog. Okay. Funds for Sarah getting a dog. I don't know. I can't have a dog right now. Someday when I have a family, my kids will love that. All that to say, Kirsten and I have both gone through seasons where we've had a job and then where we haven't. So I'm a junior. I had a job all up until this fall. And then I came on as an RA, which is a job, but it's not money that I get to spend because it go. it's like a scholarship. I forget I have a job. It is also really fun, and it's a blessing, and I love it. But technically, that's a job, and technically, I don't get that money for discretionary spending. So right now, we've just had to learn, like, how do I balance my money? I also had to pay for all my own food. I can't have a meal plan because my body gets sick. So I a lot of my money does go towards food. But if you are able to eat on campus, you won't be spending as much as I do. So we want to talk about what we need to budget for coming into college. I guess whether you have a job or not, just knowing what kind of things might I spend money on that I wouldn't think about right now. So for me, when I didn't have a job, I was definitely more careful with, um, I guess the word is like extraneous spending. So I wasn't, you know, I wasn't going out and shopping and buying things just for fun. Or, I mean, sometimes I wasn't. It just wasn't being wise with my money. Like, I'm going to the dollar store to splurge right now. Yeah, that was me. That was me. Um, I'm living the high life, Sarah. Oh, yeah. But I would say, I mean, now that I have a job, I can def- I'm can i definitely more free, but I'm, you know, I'm getting married, so I'm still trying to save a lot. Um, so I would say coming in, some things I didn't expect as, like, to be spending as much money on was food in the dorms. I have a meal plan. I, ha- I had a full meal plan, but I didn't realize how much I would actually be eating not at, you know, I don't want to eat every single meal at the cafeteria. Yeah, and I think the other important fact is you're probably going to be moving more in a day than normal. And if you're working out, you know, you're going to be burning more calories, needing more food to keep up with that. And so you need to have a lot of snacks. You want to be able to host people. And, like, realistically, you're probably going to be sharing some of your snacks. Mm -hmm. And hopefully other people are sharing with you as well. But food is still a budget item to consider. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be expensive. I mean, there's everywhere. There's an outlet store, like an Aldi or a grocery store outlet. 
you know, you can get carrots and fruits and vegetables for a rather inexpensive price, but it is still something that I just didn't anticipate really wanting. Yeah, or for sure. Um, what's something for you, Sarah? So there are going to be like dorm events that you want to be a part of that cost money. I mean, we have the Monty's, which cost to get in. We have Fall Fair. You're going to be doing a dorm beach day. You want to be able to enjoy those memories and they do cost money and you want to be able to like get food while you're there. You don't, you can pack a sandwich, but you know, it's just not the same experience. So we would recommend just having some money set aside for those things because you want to be able to say yes and feel free to say yes and not feel that burden of, oh no, like I really shouldn't be spending my money here. You want to free yourself up financially to be able to do those things without stressing and above all this you know the lord provides and we acknowledge that and we thank him for that and we want to make sure we're cultivating a heart of gratitude because all that we have comes from the lord and in that um we want to talk about making sure whether you have a lot or a little you're practicing giving money to lord right now this is a little bit off the main topic right now but this is something we wanted to talk about yeah i mean even if you know, you're you're bringing in what like fifty dollars every two weeks. Yeah, the Lord still calls you to give that five dollars to Him every two weeks because that you know He's asked for at least ten percent. Yeah, so you want to make sure you're practicing that. That's one of the means of grace that God's given us, and a way that we can serve in the church, especially like as a college student. You don't always have the time you can give to serve in different areas. So that's like an a really simple way that God has called us to be obedient and that we can be blessing our local churches. Yeah, we've been given so much and, you know, giving back just that small amount or even if it's a large amount for you, if you're bringing in a larger amount, it's just, it, it's a way we can we can be obedient. Yeah. Also, practically, in the area of expenses you might want to be considerate of is, like, toiletry stuff. Like, you're going to have to buy deodorant and toothpaste and razors and, like, all those things you normally have to buy. Your shampoo, your skincare, like... Those things still come. Now, we're all saying this from a standpoint of our parents are not paying for these things. Mm -hmm. Our parents are not, well, my parents are not paying for my college. Like, I'm paying for that. But our parents aren't just sending us a monthly check like, here you go. We're going to cover this for you. If your parents are doing that, what a blessing. Be faithful with that and make sure you're thanking them for that um, because that's not reality for all of us. And if the Lord is providing in that way, you thank him and you thank them and you send them a thank you note and you give them some extra hugs whenever you see them. Now, for me, my parents are helping. You know, they send me a little money each month. You have to be careful with that money, too. It's not money that just comes in and you can just do whatever you want with it. Like Sarah was saying, there's expenses for toiletries. You know, if you have a car out here, that's a huge expense. You never know what could happen with that. You you know, just because someone's giving you money to spend doesn't mean you should be spending it. So, you know, just being careful with money that others are giving you and not treating it like it's something you can just throw out the window. But overall, I think we want to make it clear that you want to work hard and save some money aside before you come to college that you put aside that you're going to use for fun spending. That's money that's going towards memories. Mm -hmm. So memory money. You want memory money. You want money for food and necessities and money that you can bless your local church with. Mm -hmm. So I think those would be our four categories. I would also add like a rainy day fund. Oh, yes. Uh, Just in case. Yes. Maybe that one is preferably cash. So you're not, you know it's there in the back of your mind. And if it's a need, you throw it in your bank account or you pay for something in cash and you're good. And if you're coming to school in the fall, 
You can let us know if any of this was helpful to you. Um, you can also comment on there or send us a message on Instagram at East Coast West Co. Thank you for listening. What a great outro. Thank you.